RNZ National Tuesday afternoon means time to talk books. And I'm joined today by the Chief Executive of Read NZ, Juliet Blythe. Hi, Juliet. Hi, Jesse. Who are Read NZ for people who haven't come across you before? Read NZ, Tepomurumura, have been around for about 50 years. We were previously the New Zealand Book Council. We exist to promote the joy of reading and the diversity and excitement of homegrown literature to everybody in Aotearoa, growing generations of readers. Um, we do that through a variety of activities, and we have a lot of program activities. Um, listeners might be familiar with our Writers in Schools program, where we put New Zealand writers into New Zealand schools to help ignite and inspire a love of reading, to bring a real-life writer into the classroom, to talk about reading and writing and all of the amazing reasons why why reading is um, amazing and something that can be with you for life. Julia, how should we feel about so many kids' books having pictures in them these days? Oh, we should feel good about it. We should, <laughs> we should just celebrate whatever way into reading, however kids want to get into reading, we support that. Okay, good. You've just been at the Big Booksellers Awards, the Book Industry Awards. I have, yeah. I had the pleasure of... Um, actually being a judge um, with with several other people for the Book Industry Awards, which were held in Rotorua at the weekend as part of the Booksellers Aotearoa New Zealand Annual Conference. What an intelligent and charming group of people that must have been. (laughs) Booksellers are great, great people. um, I'm a lapsed bookseller, so I was sort of among people, which was really cool as well. Um, I remember going to the Writers' Festival for the first time many, many years ago, looking around and going, oh, I've found my people. (laughs) All these people who love books as much as I do. Uh, It's honestly, it's it's really a real privilege. I know that sounds a tiny bit cheesy, but it's really, really inspiring part of um, a part of the world or, you know, sector to work in. A few uh, hotly contested awards, but there was one for Bookshop of the Year. Yes, Bookshop of the Year went to Lamplight Books in Auckland, which is a a um, bookshop that opened quite uh, soon before sort of COVID struck. And so um, with... Um, Gosh, they, this is... Uh, I haven't even come across yeah. this one. This is in um, Parnell in Auckland. Parnell, yeah. And they have a... They really uh, have a lot of specialty in design, but they also have a real focus on Aotearoa books and it's really carefully curated. They've built a great, great community around themselves. They do really cool things like delivering their books on e-bikes. They've got a really slick website which supports the in-store experience. They go the extra mile all the time, and we just really felt that they were a, a bright new star supporting the book-selling sector and adding to the book-selling community. Gosh. Good for them. I'm surprised they haven't come up in conversation before. That's fantastic. Okay, well done, Lamplight Books. And then there was a, a Lifetime Achievement Award too. Yeah, there was a Lifetime Achievement Award that went to Anne Mallinson. Um, Anne Mallinson is the publisher for Mallinson Rendell. And you may be familiar with Mallinson Rendell because they launched Lindley Dodd's career. She <laughs> of the Harry McCleary fame. Gosh. Her yeah. international career, like a lot of people don't realise, this is not just a New Zealand favourite. Oh, no, not at all. It's um, beloved all over the world, and I believe this year Harry McCleary might be turning 40. So there's a lot of um, celebration and sort of a lot of new events happening as part of that as well. Right, so it was Anne who saw the potential in Harry McCleary. Yes, yeah, yep.
amazing woman. Yeah. Well done, Anne. You've had booksellers on the brain though recently, Juliet, because you've been reading about a bookseller. I have actually, and this is not a new book, Jessie, but it's been on my sort of TBR for quite some time, and that is Bookseller at the End of the World by Ruth Shaw. That was published um, in March 2022 and published by Ellen and Unwin, New Zealand. Um, Ruth, many people may be familiar with her um, her story. Um, she's a has two teeny tiny bookshops down in Manapodi in Fiordland. Um, started after a lifetime of adventuring. She's sailed through the Pacific. She's been held up by pirates. She's worked at Sydney's King's Cross with. Um, drug addicts and prostitutes. She's supported numerous environmental issues and she has her own story of loss and heartache, but also love. So the memoir is her story, then interspersed with stories of the people that she meets along the way as a bookseller. And, you know, booksellers play such an incredible role in our society and they're all sorts of things to all sorts of people, but Ruth seemed to have a particular knack for sort of sometimes meeting people perhaps when they were at their lowest mm. and putting a book into their hands that might just help them with with where they're at. Wow. And just, yeah, opening her home and her bookshop. She's an incredibly generous woman doing incredible things. Yeah. yeah. Can I just note um, the illustration on the cover is really beautiful as well. Do you have that yes, copy with that illustration? Yes, I have that copy. Um it's a sort of, I mean, I guess you could say the book is a little bit in the vein of the Sean Bissell bookseller at the end of the world. You know, those stories of bookselling. Bookselling is so compelling to so many people. It's such a sort of magical job in many ways, that whole thing of just putting the right book into someone's hands and just having you know, endless books at your disposal to mm. read. is just like, it kind of makes me quite giddy sometimes. Um but the book is really, really, it's very, very warm and perceptive, and it really is Ruth's own own story. Yeah. yeah. You're enjoying it, eh? I love it. Mm. And I think it would be, you know, I'm sure that a lot of New Zealanders have read it, but I, I really think that the market for this book is, I feel like it has a long life. Fantastic. Bookseller at the End of the World by Ruth Shaw. And then you also read The Secret History. I did. Um, I have a friend and we do some buddy reads from time to time. So last year we read um, A Little Life by Hannah Younger. Young- oh my gosh. <laughs> did the friendship survive that one? That sounds like yeah, a gruelling few months. Oh, but honestly, when you know, if you talk about books that change your life, that was one of them really? for me. Yeah. My, so, wi- my wife, who doesn't cry at much, she cried in that book. Oh, it's devastating. Um. So, yeah, sometimes it's nice to read a book with someone and sort of be at similar places along the way. I can imagine. I've heard of book groups, but I haven't heard of, I'm sorry to interrupt, um, I haven't heard of a buddy read before. I love that idea. Yeah, it's really fun. So this year we tackled The Secret History by Donna Tartt, which, again, is obviously not a new book, published, I think, in the early 90s. And I had tried it when I was a little bit younger. I sort of hadn't gotten into it, but... um, I was just really keen to give it another go because clearly, you know, so many people have read and enjoyed it. And I was just really gripped by it. It's very, very evocative, you know, set in um, Vermont. There is a really, really atmospheric 
there's so many layers to it. There's so much more I would like to go back and read mm. more about. I myself am not very well versed in um, in Greek mythology, and I would really like to school myself on that some more. But the story of the friendship of the young people, of the intensity of their relationship, and of course the things that happen in the book make it really a very compelling read. It's, mm. I can absolutely see why it's a classic and as relevant today I feel is you know that's the thing about it you feel like it could be set it could be set now it could be set you know in the 60s it's sort of transcends time a little bit it's funny you mentioned Greek mythology there often I'm reading something and really enjoying it but sensing or even knowing for a fact that there is more going on, that it is making allusions to things that maybe if I'd gone to a different high school I might know, <laughs> I might know about. Um, I, watched, I read one um, over summer called Less, um, which was a lovely story about a guy on a bit of a, um, a mission around the world and in the story I think Sean Greer. it is yeah yes, I've read that, yes. yeah in the story I think he he's um, the character is famous for writing about um, the Odyssey and so I, I knew that there must be parallels that if I knew the Odyssey I would know and maybe have a richer enjoyment of what yeah. I was reading but um, yes. yeah so same sort of thing with this eh? that it's it's, yeah, it's alluded to in the book yeah, and I, I'm with you. I, I think if I had gone to a different high school, yeah. I'd know a, a bunch more about that too. <laughs> they didn't do classics at Hillcrest High, although maybe they do these <laughs> days, I don't know. No. So me. so any advice, um, if you were to be the buddy of a listener right now, any advice for taking on The Secret History by Donna Tart? Is it difficult or is it just epic? It's It's epic. I would say it's a slow start and it picks up the pace. Mm. So, you know, perhaps just set yourself a smaller page allowance to mm -hmm. begin with and just allow yourself to get really familiar with the language and with the characters because quite a few characters introduced at the beginning. Um, that's what I would say. And, yeah, really just stick with it. It's very rewarding. Fantastic. A couple of great recommendations there from you. Thank you very much for the work you're doing for the industry and for your time with us today. Juliet Blythe, CEO of Read NZ. Nice to chat. Thank you. Thank you, Jesse.